the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Glenn, how are you? I'm good. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about how I believe that there is actually a formula for depression and how if we know and understand what this formula is, then it could allow us to avoid it altogether. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, admittedly, that's quite a big claim, but there's actually a science when it comes to hope. There are people who spend their entire lives studying the concept of hope. And in particular, there's somebody named Shane Lopez, and I'm going to put some of his information down below. He's one of the leading experts as it pertains to the science of hope. And essentially, when we have hope, that means that we believe that our future is going to be better than our present. And by contrast, that means that when we don't have hope, then we are hopeless, which then leads to depression. So in essence, I believe that when it comes to understanding depression, we should focus more on understanding what hope is. And there's a formula for this. Shane Lopez says that we need to, again, understand that our future can be better than our current reality. So that's step number one. When we break this down a little bit, we could be going through a breakup. And I think that's something we can all relate to because we've probably all gone through that. So in going through a breakup... If that were the case, do we know that the future can be better than our present? And undoubtedly, the answer to that will be yes, right? There was once a time when we were happy, or if we've gone through several breakups, and we know that no matter how bad it sucks, there is some light there because we know that we've gone through it before and it's gotten better in the past. You with me? I'm with you. (laughs) (laughs) So... When we understand that our future can be better than our current reality, then we need to set a goal. So in that case, it would be to get over that heartache, right? That would be the goal. And when we have a tangible goal, then we also need to understand that we have the power to make that a reality. So do I have the potential? Is it within me to accomplish the goal of getting over this heartbreak and making myself feel better than I currently do right now? So we're breaking this down in a tangible form. Of course, you have the ability to do that. You are incredibly strong and resilient, and chances are you've gone through things that are far worse than the current state of being. And so by understanding that, then we need to be willing to do whatever it takes for however long it takes to make that happen. And I think that we need to understand that there comes this point in our lives where we need to have self-commitment. And all too often, we base our happiness on on things that are exterior to us. We base our happiness on our kids being happy or our spouse being happy or doing good at work and all of these other things that are these self-fulfilling prophecies that in truth are not really what is fundamentally most important when it comes to making ourselves happy. Yeah, I really think we mask a lot of our own happiness with finding happiness in others or finding happiness in the exterior type things like work or or it's almost it's a distracting habit that we have to to do this stuff to get away from that own self-work to establish your 
your happiness within yourself. And, and I think it's a really great formula that you're talking of, of looking at the hope that you have to work through this stuff. And I think when we find that hope, it's, it's almost like I look at it this way is you, you go to work, whether you love your job, whether you hate your job, it's, you go to work, you do it to maintain your life and you find things to look forward to within your day to day to reinvigorate your your hope for for that time frame like Ashley and I love to travel and and when we're we're planning a trip and we have something that we're looking forward to we're we're igniting that hope and that that excitement to work towards to achieve that goal and to have fun with it and I think it's something that we should start diving into more. One of the biggest problems I think that we all face, I know I've been guilty of this, is by failing to ask ourselves the question of what do we actually want? And I think that when times are challenging, that's the most important time for us to be able to sit with that question of ourselves and to decide what we actually want. Because by getting clarity on what it is that we want, that in and of itself will allow us to create that goal. You can't have a goal if you aren't truly enveloped and truly have that emotion that's attached to that goal that you want. And the way to create that is to ask yourself that question. What is it that I want? And for some people, we can use that idea again of having a breakup. And if your goal is that you want to settle down and start a family or Maybe you are going through a divorce and you want to rebuild your life again. Again, we need to not have these external factors of she will make me happy or he will make me happy because it's not those things. And when people come to me and they're going through a breakup, one of the biggest pieces of advice that I give to them is to start focusing on themselves Because the craziest thing happens when you're on fire and you're rocking it out there in the world, you're going to attract that person. That person that you're meant to be with is going to, is going to find attraction in you based on those qualities that you're showing off to the world. And you're not doing it in a callous way, right? I'm talking about being exemplary of who you truly are by acting in accordance with the things that you truly want. And, I agree with that so much. Like it's something that it's, it takes a lot of self work to be able to do that. And it's not easy. It's like one of the most challenging things that we can do in our own lives. And, you know, I've gone through my bouts of depression and, and things leading up to where I am today, but I've learned, I've learned to, get out of my own head with that. And it goes back to one of the previous episodes where we talked about is you control what you're allowing into your mind and what you're allowing into your life. And nobody else should or does. It's it's that lawyer bodyguard mindset. If we were having a coaching session, and this seems to be a, a regular theme When this concept comes up, if I were to ask, well, what is it that you actually want? The the top responses are things like, oh, well, I want my kids to be happy. 
right? Or I want my family to be happy or I want my wife to be happy. Well, that's all great and fine. But the truth is, I'm sure that for the most part, they are happy. I'm not asking about them. I'm asking about you. And we have a hard time distinguishing what we want for our own happiness because, again, we relate our happiness to that of the people that are around us. And that's a a great quality to have, but it's not the most important one. And I get pushback from that because people will think it to be selfish if they want to focus on themselves and make themselves happy, or they'll pour on the excuses of I don't have time or, you know, that's not as important as them or whatever the excuse, excuse, excuse is. And I think that when... We understand that we're giving ourselves those excuses because we're really shying away from or turning away from what we truly want. Then it allows us to give ourselves permission to focus more on ourselves and the things that will make us happy. And it has this trickling effect where the happier that we are, we will inadvertently make the people that are around us much happier. When you and I, Clint, when we are both happy as an individual, we make each other happy. That's a a consequence of that concept. And it, I'm sitting here thinking of, and there's three questions that come to mind when I, when I think of this, it's, it's the question one is, what do you want? Typically you answer that at face value. Then you ask the question, what do you really want? You start digging deeper into that one. And then the third question is, what do you really, really want? And, and if you go through those step processes and not answer it in, in just a face value type of process and you dig deep on each of those questions, like you'll be able to uncover what, what it is that's truly going to give you that happiness or to get you out of that state. Yeah, and it's not easy to answer those questions because, again, if you were to ask that question, one of the biggest responses for that first question would be to make my kids and wife happy or husband happy. Right. Yeah. But then digging deeper, you understand that, okay, well, in order to do that, especially if you continue asking that question five or six times, these are these are actually professional exercises that a lot of companies will go through with their employees. Then you start to realize that there's a much bigger picture and that you might have been playing the wrong game all along. So I hope that you understand how important hope is that, yes, there is a science of hope. And there is nothing in this life that is hopeless as long as we allow ourselves to get very clear on the goals and the things that we actually want for ourselves. So I hope you've taken some time to really listen to these words and to listen to this episode and that you understand how valuable and important and worthy you are of having that hope for yourself. If you have gotten any clarity or value out of this episode, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.